I need you oh Wish I could taste Kiss you down by your waist He treats you wrong Wish I could show you love Wish I could make you know it Baby you need to know it Where do you go Every time I touch you there Miko podcast um, episode 163 yes I'm very late I apologize if you're listening to this you're getting this probably on a Friday morning when you're normally used to getting it on a Wednesday morning but I apologize listen I got a lot of shit going on okay I'm juggling a whole lot of shit right now and I almost didn't even record this week just keeping it a buck but I don't want to do y'all like that because I know y'all waiting for a real nigga to say some real nigga shit because you're just not getting it everywhere else. So here I is. Thank you so much for tuning in. That was Rotimi. Love Rhythm. He just put out an EP uh, called Walk With Me. If you have not heard it, ladies, get your dirty wine on so much just dry humping music, like I swear to God, so much dry humping, scissoring type of music is happening right here. We appreciate Rotimi. We need this type of shit. The summer's coming. It's about to be sundress season. It's a perfect time for this EP, so uh, make sure y'all go check that out. Um, so I posted on Instagram that uh, I will let you guys dictate the show today. And I got a whole bunch of comments. I'm going to try to get to the best ones and the most interesting ones. I'm definitely going to talk about game one. I've got Hustle joining me today. For those of you that love and hate him, he will be joining me to uh, kind of recap the last series with um, Milwaukee and, and Toronto. And then, of course, uh, re uh, talk about game one of the championship series between Toronto and Golden State. And we have a lot of non-sports topics that you guys listed. I'm going to get to some of those, too, because there's some very good ones, some juicy, juicy ones. But um, we're going to get to all of it. So sit back, relax. Let's have some fun. Yo, yo. Hustle. What's up, Renee? <laughs> you only nigga call me Renee. That's your name, though. It's my middle name, okay? <laughs> Don't nobody even know that shit. You ain't supposed to. Yeah, they know now. Well, you know what? They do know. Anyways, what's up, my guy? Oh, man, just cooling. Cooling, man, just grinding. Yeah. Grinding, man, on this culture circuit, watching this basketball. Okay. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we're basketball junkies, so, of course, I know you watch game one. We're going to definitely talk about game one. Um, I just did a little quick intro and told everybody we were going to go off of the comments on Instagram. You took a look at them, right? Yeah, I did. Took a quick gander. Um, so I wanted to get to the non-sports. 
sports ones first, and I wanted to talk about uh, the Jason Mitchell sex allegation, sexual harassment allegations. I said I was going to shout these people out that gave the comment. Um, damn, let me find this person. Oh, here we go. That girl Shaz. That girl, S-H-A-Z. Hey, girl. She wanted to talk about the Jason Mitchell allegations because um, it was on The Breakfast Club. And um, so Jason Mitchell, for those of you that don't know, there's a show, an amazing show called The Shy, and it's on... What what channel is that on? Is it on HBO? Uh, um, star, it's stars, on one of those stars, yes, Showtime. It might be Showtime. One yeah. of those. Anyways, an incredible show. Uh, Lena Waithe is the writer of the show. Um, look her up. She does a lot of incredible work for our culture, and um, so it's just a show based out basically like a like a real life movie of Chicago. And he is the lead. Would you say he's the main, he's like the star of the show now? Because at first he wasn't. No, he's not the star. At he's first he wasn't, but it seems like he kind of is now. Like it's almost like his life is the show now. You don't think no. so? So who no. is? I mean, I, I don't think, I think it's more so, it's like The Wire. Like it's, Everybody's it you a, a star. A, it give you a window of everybody. Yeah, it's showing a different perspective of every person's life. But it just seems like we yeah. get a lot more of his. Like, you know, as you can see from last week's episode, now he's he done borrowed some money from the, the drug dealing nigga, Nino Brown, and now he about to get caught up in some shit. But yeah. <laughs> he getting caught up in some shit on the show, but in real life, his girlfriend on the show has accused him of sexual harassment. Yeah, he, she wasn't the only one. It was somebody else. There too. was other girls, too? No, just one. I think Lena or whatever the, her name is, just Lena. The, yeah. Lena Waite. No, yeah, Lena Waite is the so. writer. The other girls. Yes, but yeah. she, no. Oh, Lena, Lena said there's other she, girls. No, she was one of the people. You know, she's still on the show set. She's there. She can see the interaction between the people. Yeah, but Lena. So she just. She was on the Breakfast Club this morning. And she said she was made aware of it when they wrapped season one, and she said that she had a discussion with them and the the girl and and Jason. They both said that you no, know, they could still work together. And she said that she fired somebody and hired some black girls to, you know, to 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 watch the sexual harassment. You know, to make sure. I guess he keeping his hands to himself, and I guess it continued. And so that's why he's been removed from the show. Yeah, they said they said her husband uh, was having to come to the set, was coming on the set every day and everything, just to make her feel comfortable. That's crazy. He was still, he was still trying to get that pussy. I, gotta, I bet you that's so awkward because you gotta like work with them too. Like you gotta like be a whole nother nigga. Like you know, you get in the character, but you know, I bet it's probably difficult to get in the character when somebody's harassing you behind closed doors. I don't know. I told I told you. I, I don't know. Like I couldn't. In my mind, I think they they get it on a lot of times. I just feel like she just what she ain't with it. And it, you know, like now nah, I got to do it. I don't know. I feel like they got some. That that's that's some. Under, I, I couldn't date an actress. Why? I, that's just not nothing I could do because like they have to be close to each other. They got oh, to be close. They got to be cool. It's too, yeah, I feel like and it, it, it's a, it's like the nature of the business. Mm. I just yeah, it's just like it requires a level of trust that I probably don't have. You just don't have that in you. 
Nah, I don't. She have. can't be kissing nobody on as as a scene. Man, I I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's if it's fake passion or real. I'll be questioning when you doing it to me. Like, is you faking it? What's up? This is is this real? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's, you should shit, be able to nah. feel if it's real, though. No, man, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I told you it's your own mind. A lot of times yeah. when, when you having fucked up thoughts, it's your own mind in a way. So just seeing her being kissing another another dude on TV, I, it might look too good to you. Like hell, yeah, the nah. sex scenes too. Ooh, yes, and all that. She be like, come on, man, you got to be a strong. To me, you got to be a strong person mentally. To, I see what you I think it, I think it's a uh, it's a man thing. I think it's because you got a penis. You guys aren't even capable, but y'all expect to have several hoes, uh, and we're supposed to just forgive you when you get caught because it's in a woman's nature to forgive and be nurturing. It's in a man's nature to conquer pussy. You know, be strong, girl. I mean, <laughs> that's how y'all. No, are. I, in, in so many words, but <laughs> that's how y'all are. Though y'all want us to fucking be like. The strongest bitch in the world, but as soon as like something happened to y'all, if y'all niggas, if y'all find out we got a work husband who buying us lunch, y'all niggas ready to blow the whole fucking Man, building. Acting a fool, you hear me? <laughs> what say? I'm talking about acting a fool. You, he bought you lunch. <laughs> so he can't wait. He better not email you. How? Who hoodie you got on? I don't give a fuck how cold <laughs> it is in this damn building. Don't take that fucking hoodie off. <laughs> But let's get yeah, back, yeah. let's get back to a serious note about this sexual assault. And I feel like, you know, it's so strange to me. And I, I say this about gay men as well. Like I have a lot of gay friends that are like in the closet and the way they get exposed and the way like things happen is because like you can only suppress these demons and, and, and I don't even want to call it demons, but I call it a demon because it's something that they don't want to to have out. You know what I mean? Like, and so yeah. you can only suppress that for so long. And I feel like that with sexual assaulters too, like they can only fake, like they don't have this, this issue in them for so long before they just like, you know, snap and got to snatch some pussy, like, you know, attempt to, you know, snatch some pussy from somebody. And, and a lot of gay men, what ends up happening is they have like a wild night one night. They just like on some fucking shit and go somewhere and go get some dick just to relieve, to scratch that itch. And then they end up getting exposed or, you know, stuff like that starts to happen. And I feel like it's a disease. It's a sickness. Like niggas really, I don't know if they, if they need jail or if they need treatment or what the fuck they need, but Whenever you find yourself not being able to like hear no and walk away, my nigga, you got a problem. And I don't know. I gotta see. That theirs could be different though. That's why I said I gotta see. We don't know if he's making advances. He could just be like, "Why he's on the set, taking the road just a bit." When someone uh, doesn't speak, that says a lot. Because I know if somebody was accusing me of this, I would have been said, "Hey, hold on, no, nah, let me tell you what happened." He's not saying anything. He lost his job and everything. Wouldn't you fight for your job if it wasn't true? I mean, I'm not saying it's not true. I'm saying is he probably just loved his role is what I'm saying. Oh, my God. Like, he so you think that she might be over-exaggerating? 
I mean, now she got some probably got some truth to it because everybody, everybody's saying it. I don't want to dis- disregard a woman's feelings in that. No, I'm not saying. I'm just saying he could probably just be in love with his role. And then this time of working with her, he probably developed strong feelings being around her all the time. All that kissing and, gr- and dry humping. And all and that kissing, and all, that, all that, yeah. To him, it, got, it probably got real. Yeah, it probably got real because he's sick. That's why. <laughs> He's sick. That's true. That we went around that circle. He took that shit. Yeah, he took that shit like like they said. L. Jamie Foxx did on the movie. Oh, on the football movie. Yeah, any given Sunday. Yeah, niggas was like really thinking they was playing football. Like, relax, bro. This is cameras everywhere, my nigga. Oh my god. Yes, but um. I love that show. Like, I loved him. He's done quite a few different scene roles in movies that I really like. And, and it's so sad when, you, when you're trying to support your people and, and you're, this type of thing happens. And it's like, well, what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to, like, what am I supposed to do? Hate this nigga now? Like, I don't really know what to do now. Because I, I don't know, like, like I don't know what, hap- what really happened. Like, am I supposed to just not support him? Like, what the fuck? Cause he isn't, you know, nah. he isn't going to jail for anything. Like, there's no crime, there's no charges, you know. So I'm just like, ugh. I just hate knowing people's it, business sometimes, for real. But no, it ain't too late for him. He just gotta find his way. It just once he, he gonna have to, he gonna have to take some accountability. You know what I mean? And once you take some accountability and act like you. You you know what's going on and you're trying to change. Then the world starts to fire. Yeah, but you're black. He's a he's a black actor, and it's like he's already not going to get the majority of the roles in Hollywood. He's like going to get the black roles, and now you got the 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 Me Too movement is got all these black women in there knowing goddamn well the Me Too movement has nothing to do with us black girls. But, you know, now we're, as black women, supposed to disown him. And I'm sure the industry will disown him as well. And it's just like, damn. Yeah, because he lost Dem his agent. That, that role. He lost his agent. Yeah. He had a, a star role in that movie, Desperados, whatever. They yeah. took him off that. It's like, man. Career yeah, in the hard. shits. All because yeah, he can they, keep his hands to himself, allegedly. Because, as you said, we don't really know what happened, but... He's not speaking, so kind of forces us to assume, in a way. You know what I mean? No, but that's just what people do. <laughs> so you do know what the fuck I mean, God damn it. <laughs> I know people do it. I don't understand it. Yeah, speaking of losing jobs, um, Steve Harvey, you've, have you noticed that he's been losing his jobs left and right? Man, once they turn on you, they turn on you. They turn on you. So, so before we get to talking about this, let me find the person's name. I've, I'm so bad at this. I gotta stop doing this shit. <laughs> I should have wrote this down. So, so, so Steve Harvey has been losing jobs left and right, and I believe it's karma. I believe it's because he told Monique to tuck her integrity in, so she can get some jobs. And you know, he just been shucking and jiving for the man for a while. He went up there and met with Trump, and then once he realized Trump didn't really give a fuck about him, he was using him. Then he tried to flip it back and act like, oh, I'm not with him. No, nigga, no. Stay over there. Stay all the way yeah, over but, there. Yeah. Also, man, he, 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 thought he, he thought he could juggle it. He thought because he had a voice that he was going to be able to juggle it. Yeah. And so now he's losing all these jobs. And I truly feel like the, 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 that culture, that community, 
um, doesn't need him anymore. He's no longer useful to them. They looking for a younger, big lip black coon now <laughs> to replace him, to do all and Ooh, say, uh, say all the things that, you know, they want him to say. Nah, I, I think, I think it ain't just, it's just that, um, he was cool when he had people that was following him. I think once he lost his following other black people, it just, it wasn't no point of dealing with him. Yeah. Like on some real, like once he lost, I mean, you know, cause he was, he was, remember he had that black awards, uh, you know, he had to stop that. They, they took him off there. Mm -hmm. He lost everything. Yeah. Honestly, he lost. Yeah. And, and, and I heard, you know, his contract is going to be up soon for, um, um, family feud. And, and apparently, you know, the next he's supposed to be getting a whole bunch of money and they basically are going to have to decide if they want if he's going to take a pay cut to keep that job or even if they even want to give him a pay cut and, and keep him, they might replace him with somebody else. So his contract is going to be up, I think, like around November or something like that. And so he could well, lose that job as well. You know. He needs I don't know. I don't feel sorry for him. So. Oh, I absolutely do not feel a fucking inch of sorry for him, especially after all the things I've been reading about, like his wife and stuff. Like I found out that she was married before him. She was married to like a like a like a drug dealer. Uh, a friend. Yeah, somebody he knew or something too, wasn't it? I don't even know if they knew he, each other, but he was a he was a drug dealer. She was like literally they had like a drug kingpin in in Tennessee, in Memphis. And this nigga went to jail and, and he he didn't, instead of like including her in the charges, he took all the charges, like all of them on himself and thought he had a down, a ride or die ass bitch. And she divorced him when he went to jail and got with Steve Harvey or whatever and is acting like she's like this uppity, mature, prim and proper, perfect lady or whatever. And apparently he wrote, he's in the process of writing a tell all book that's going to tell everything. He was like, I'm telling everything. She don't want y'all to know none of this stuff. And I was like... You tell her she... I don't know, man. I just... Oh, I believe. I believe she was... She, I believe she was a, a moving weight and everything. She looked like a, one of them... You know, you know, she a bad bitch. Let's just keep it a thousand, okay? And, and the, where do you find the baddest bitches? Right in the hood. Yes. Like a motherfucker. <laughs> right in the hood. And so I believe she was in the hood uh, pushing weight and they came up and her nigga got caught up and she ditched him. I mean, it's, it's probably true. I mean, what good? And this is so they both did. His name is yeah. Jim Townsend. That's his name. He's a former Memphis drug kingpin. Uh, he's pinning a tell-all book about what really happened um, when he got a life sentence for drug trafficking. Uh, she has 10 aliases. He said that. He was like, Google her. She got 10 aliases. God. <laughs> yes. Yes. Ain't no telling how she will hustle that nigga, Steve. Yeah. So I'm, I can't wait for this book. And and there now all these rumors are circulating that um, because he she's, he's losing all his jobs and she's about to divorce him and he's moving money around and he's selling property. Like, it's a lot of rumors going around about Steve Harvey. I'm just sitting back with some uh, pumpkin seeds waiting to see what's going to happen. Because yeah. I knew he, once he did that to Monique, once he put her on his big ass platform and tried to disrespect her like that, I was like, oh, no, nigga. 
Mm-mm. You gonna something's gonna happen to you. I don't know, but yeah, we on wife number three. Well, I don't want to judge people now because I ain't never been married. I just it, it, the way he talk about life and give advice on shows and this and that. It, you on wife number three? Did that work out? <laughs> Shut the hell wanna, up with your advice, man. Nothing man. you can say, yeah. you can, like. I ain't no to death doing poor with you. It's to you say bye. <laughs> <laughs> she, ain't no, man, we don't I don't know. It just he he he's a little weird for me. Oh, this is the boy D A the boy wonder two thousand two. I wanted that question. Also, he asked about the Jason Mitchell situation as well. But he asked about Steve Harvey. Thank you for that I'll see question. You the boy, the boy. The boy. Um, next topic, uh, we have, oh, okay, so the baby. since we was just looking at the boy, the baby beat the shit out of some cloud chasing ass nigga. Did you see the video? This nigga, <laughs> run, how, you, how you run up with a camera and get beat up? How your pants around your waist like you just got fucked in your ass? Did you see the the shirt? People was making shirts and that shit. Dog, like, what is wrong with people? Like, you, people do anything for fame. Like, you want to be that famous? Like, you want to be oh, famous that bad that you would do this? Like, what? You don't even you don't have hands and you threatening a nigga? How? Where where they make these type of niggas at? Because there wasn't no niggas like this when I was coming up. When I was growing up, these type of niggas did not exist. These niggas eating too much soy, I'm telling you. I, I don't know. I, just, I, mean, I think it's just social media, man. It's just, like I said, man, people doing their thing for likes. People doing their thing to go viral. All this, That's a good thing, to them, no matter what it is, as long as somebody see them going viral. So I mean, cause sad. he made like he made like he made like three videos, and ain't nothing wrong with my face. Look at me, look at me. They jump me. Look at me, man. Shut up. I don't hear this. <laughs> you you sound real ignorant. Yeah, you should be embarrassed. You should not want to come outside for about two weeks. Yes, you should. But these niggas is proud. They're proud. <laughs> like, oh, I gotta find. I gotta find him. Next concert, I'm at the show. Nigga, do me like the we. Hey, bro, we. Say we 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 driving. Where, where's the next show at? No, uh, mm-hmm. North Carolina. Let's go. <laughs> you gotta do that to me one more time mm-hmm. or something. Shout out, uh, Clopper Style. Clopper Style for that question. Hey, Clopper Style. Clop clop Clopper Style. Clopper Style. Hey. Clop clop. Hey. She won't clop clop. She won't. <laughs> <laughs> they still in the music. They still in the water view. That's where everything goes. Oh. Yeah, I think I was, I was just telling my friends that I wanted to go to Essence Festival this year. I've never been before. And then a couple of them talked me out of it. was like, nah, don't do it. I'm like, mm-hmm. why? And they said, no, shit Renee, show. Renee, listen what? to me. That shit's fun. See, I, fuck I, what they I feel like to I should say. experience it just one time. You got to experience it. Uh, uh, this is real. Because it's whatever you want. It's like a melting pot. You can go do some tourist shit. I want to do concerts. I want to see the 90s. Like, I want to see all the, like, I want to see Drew Hill and fucking Ja Rule and Ashanti and Nelly. You know, these are all the niggas that be performing at Essence. I want to see Erica Badu and shit. Like, fuck. I want to feel like I'm in college again when I was lit. I'm, I'm slowly, be, I'm slowly becoming washed nah. right now. So I want to relive yeah. my, the '90s when go. I was everything, when a bitch was everything. So yeah, I want to go. I think I'm. A, I think this might be the year that I go. 
Because I just keep yeah, seeing all these flyers and posters for it. I'm like, bitch, just go. Like, Let like, me know if you do them in there. For sure, for sure. Okay, um, next topic. Um, NFLPA sending out lockout warnings. Uh, I'm sure you probably saw this online. Um, you know, the, the CBA sure. negotiations have started. Um, which means the, the players are about to get fucked once again in the ass. No Vaseline. Because D. Maurice Smith is still their president. I don't even know why you would even still have this nigga in your in the building How about how trash the last CBA was. Trash. Trash dookie. Like who signs a 10-year labor deal, my nigga? That's that garbage. You got they They took so many L's in that CBA. And y'all rehired the nigga. For what? To take more L's? And now he's talking about, we're going to threaten a lockout. You did that last time, too, and you still bent over and gave up all your booty. I don't know. I just ain't no point of players on lockout or doing all this if you're not not sending no money aside for these players, letting them know ahead of time. You ain't really forming no, no, you know, like say, hey, y'all need to save this amount of money for this, doing it. Like, if you're not really planning nothing, well, y'all really gonna come together and make a stop. There's no point of doing it because somebody out there spending money, just like say, y'all, fuck y'all, I'm gonna go do whatever they tell me to do. I just feel like the players, like, like they, they're so, like, every year it never fails. And it's coming up again, NFL players. Guess what? It's usually around uh, July 1st where you start seeing all the NBA contracts popping. And then all of a sudden y'all all over the gram, you know what I'm saying, with your thumb in your ass crying because you're seeing niggas that averaging 15 minutes a game getting $12 million a year. And you mad. Guess what? You guys can demand your own respect, but you don't want to. You guys aren't a unit. You don't want to like mm-hmm. straight straight up lock the fuck out. Like lock out every contract is guaranteed, nigga. We want insurance more than four years after you retire. You should demand more things. You should be able to do more advertising, more sponsorship. Like if they can sell goddamn beer, then y'all can sell goddamn beer. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, come on. Michael, Why is it that you guys are seen as role model? You're a role model. You can't be, be, be let a liquor sponsor you, but y'all can. Yeah. That doesn't even make any That's sense. Bullshit. Yeah, so yeah. they just really need to decide what they want to do. And then they need to do something about the weed. They need yep. to blow whatever that shit is. They just need to remove that shit or do something like they shouldn't, like a player shouldn't, they shouldn't be at risk of playing in NFL. Period, because they smoke weed. That's cool. Yeah, at all. And you know what's so crazy? That it's cool that they're all addicted to opioids that they get from the team doctor. Like, y'all cool with that. But you not cool if a nigga is smoking a joint? Like, are you fucking serious? It's legal in so many states now. Like, what are they going to do if it's, like, legal nationwide? You're still going to be like, no, it's not medicine. It's a drug. Like, stop it. Ease up, man. Yeah, they're just trying to, you know, the problem is it's our country. It's because once the NFL players, once you tell these kids and these young adults that, hey, guess what? Weed is so okay that we're going to let your role models do it without any, like we're going to allow it. You know, they're afraid to tell the truth about this plant 
is that it's the best drug ever known to mankind. They don't want to do that because that fucks up the pharmaceutical companies who also need us to keep buying their pills that kill us. You know, you can't be using cannabis and CBD oil and shit and actually healing your motherfucking self for real. You can't do that. No, you have to take our pills that don't really heal you, that give you other issues too, so we can slowly control you until you die and wring every fucking dollar out of you. Every dollar. Every dollar. You know, and I'm just sick of this shit. I'm just fucking sick of it, man. And it's just like, oh, like just not, everybody ain't gonna be able to eat. Okay, pharmaceutical company, y'all been eating for a long time, my nigga. It's time for y'all to just give it up. I'm pretty sure you own other billion dollar companies as well. Give this shit up. You're killing all these goddamn people. You know, they just get away with it. They got no crime. That's why when, when people be like, why you say free your nigga who killed somebody or who did this or who did that? Because the niggas is doing more killing than, the, than my homeboys. Y'all, they don't even go to jail. Yeah. So, man, if, if it's a crime, then you should go thing. to jail. Everybody should. Not yeah. just because you're rich. Fuck out of here. Free my niggas. Yeah. True story <laughs> underscore E. That was their question. Hey, thanks. <laughs> that guy did. True story. It fit. So this question right here didn't come from an Instagram person. I actually saw this myself. I saw a picture of uh-huh. Deion Sanders and Randy Moss lined up at a line of scrimmage. And I believe the caption said, you know, Instagram, what do you think would happen if we was you know, if we lined up in our prime, like who would win the battle? And I didn't even read the comments. I didn't comment either because I didn't want Dion to block me. He had already blocked me on Twitter for, you know, telling him that he wasn't better than Brent Grimes. I guess he didn't like hearing that. But um, so I would like to ask you, Hustle, if, if, if Randy Moss in his prime lined up against a prime neon Dion Sanders, what would that, who would win that battle? Like, and you can give me a percentage yeah. or whatever you want to give me. Oh, I, I go by, I, I don't say by, depending on who the quarterback, both of them, depending on who the quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to go see a 70, 75, 25 Randy. Mm. And you got to give, why, like, why is that? I mean, Randy, I mean, like, man, anybody who watched football, I mean, Randy, like, Randy was like, He's just different. Like mm-hmm. him and him and T.O., him and Terrell, they like, they were just different. Like they was freaking natures. Like mm-hmm. the speed, the size. Man, Dion played in an era where, they, where we didn't throw the ball like that. You can get physical. It was, it was just different. Yeah. Like now, cheat. you can it, cheat. Yeah, you can cheat. Now, mm-hmm. with Beating is six five six six running four threes and four. No, you you yeah you was fast. Now they fast like you with size and speed. Mm-hmm. And no, nah, it's it, it's Eating totally all these different. GMOs, yeah, yeah, they jumping forty something like it. It is. I mean, Randy Moss is like unfair. Like it's just like ain't no to me. It really wasn't no defense for him. You know, people it is, it is. people think I be hating on Dion when I say some some of the negative things about his game, and it's really you know these Dion has always been my favorite cornerback until I met a nigga named Brent Grimes, and so it's not even coming from a hate perspective. It's coming from a I woke up like it's like a reality because when you're watching him play, like you see you all you. being told on tv is how great this nigga is but when you really look at the film 
Like, if you really look at the film, this nigga was like, like, there would have been, it should have been so many flags thrown on him. Like, this nigga, Dion had his hands on everybody. This nigga was yeah, just, could, yeah, raping physical, people. Like, yeah, straight rape. And, and he was an athlete. You know what I'm saying? So you can't take that away from him. But if you take away the fact that this nigga couldn't put his hands on nobody, he's a regular nigga in today's NFL. A regular yeah. nigga. Because all the it's, corners it's, are athletic. It's hard to chase speed. Yeah. To, to chase speed. And, and not use it's your easier. hands. It's, yeah, it's easier where you can get like, where you can be like the Red Reaver, so you can be, you, know, you can touch yeah. and grab and you can get away, yeah, knock them off their speed. Oh, yeah. yeah, you can get away with that type of stuff. Disrupt it's, the route. Nah. I would love to see Dion in this era where you can't touch a nigga after five yards. Niggas will torch yeah. him. Because he like to jump routes too. Yeah, that was it's just hard to me to debate football with people or talk about it so way because the sport progressively changes so much. Yeah. And it's like and then it's like, all right, because 'cause I'm gonna debate it with you, but I'm gonna look at it from a perspective of how the sport has changed and I don't think this person can adjust to that change. I just Correct. I mean I, like to play quarterback now is just different. I know it's hard to be a shutdown corner. It's like they kinda mm-hmm. really don't exist. At you all. can't stop a you can't stop a slant route. You can't stop a no. curl route. It's some of the routes you can't stop. You can't stop. Those are they're just cheap yeah. routes, you know, and, and that's why yeah. I hate the stats of the cornerback because it's like Brent will have a game where he only had two balls in his direction the entire game, the whole game. And the only stat that people see is that 100% of the balls was caught in his direction. And it would be two, two balls for 12 yards total. But it's a hundred percent catch completion, so he's getting an F from PFF, and it's just like what? Like who cares if they caught both? Of them? What was the routes, my nigga? Like did you look at the routes? Like did a nigga catch a bomb on him? Did a nigga catch a four yard pass on him? Like tell me that. And then I'm like, okay, this nigga's getting cooked up and down the field. But a nigga running a five yard slant and falling on the ground, like that's unguardable, my guy. Like don't be proud of that. Don't be proud of those stats. And that's why they, yeah. It just says, like, guys, like, like in the days when Dion was playing, Edelman Edelman wouldn't have been able to play in the league. Mm -mm. Like, them Julius Edelman's, the West Walkers. He would have died. They would have died, yeah. Death, like, literally a death. A linebacker would have cleared them out so quick, everything. They know it's just different. Let me ask you this, because this is off topic, too, but I just want to get your opinion, because I've found myself arguing with people quite often on social media about this. Now, people, I I disagree, but the majority of people think that Jerry Rice is better than Randy Moss. What is your opinion? That's just fucking weird. I want to like y'all. They that why I said they have a no right the They go with the stats. They go right to the stats. Yeah, I don't care what stats you go to. That bullshit West Coast offense where Roger Craig even had a thousand yard receiver. Like I don't. I'm not knocking it. West yeah, Coast offense is the slants, dink and dunk, short. Like I'm not knocking that, but I'm just. Nah, Here's how I finished I them off, Hustle. Here's how I finished them off after they rattle off all these stats and tell me these meaningless numbers. And, you know, and I be trying to tell them you can't be listening to your daddy, Jay-Z, when he tell you that numbers don't lie. They lie like a motherfucker. But what, you, what doesn't lie? Who got a nickname 
named after how they torch niggas. And nobody's saying you got Jerry Riced. You got Jerryed. You got Riced. Nothing. You know what they say? You got Moss. You got Moss. <laughs> End of discussion, my nigga. End of discussion. Like... Yeah, dude, man. You got Moss. That's it. That's who's better right there. The nigga that got a nickname. And he got that nickname for a reason. Yeah, he, 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 man, he changed. He came in and he opened it. He opened the lead wide up. He opened it up. Yeah. I loved it, man. I just wish he had better quarterback most of his career. I wish, you know. We picked Greg Ellis. I'm just telling you. You picked Greg Ellis. Yeah. <laughs> That's bothering you. That motherfucker came and had three, four touchdowns, back, back, telling in the end zone and us and shit. I was like, who the fuck is this dude, man, talking country and shit? Hey, they should have picked me. They should have picked me. <laughs> Mother- yeah, you're right. God damn, we should have. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Shit. In uh, Laker news, the Lakers are all over the news every week. I'm so embarrassed, you know. I can't believe my organization is is has come to this. Like we are a five star, grade A organization. Like we are classy. You know what I'm saying? And now they got us out here looking like the Dolphins. Like we look like a dumpster fire right now, and it's so embarrassing because this is unlike us. Ever since, you know, uh, the homie died and, and Jeannie took over, it is nothing was the same. Nothing. Nothing, nothing, was, nothing was the same. same. Yeah. Okay, Jer- when Jerry died, it just has not been the same, you know, and, and it's sad. And so I have to, you know, I have to address this because I, I like to own my shit. And I think it was last week and I was talking to, um, I had Darrell Wright on last week. Shout out Darrell. And um, I told him about the whole situation with Magic when he went on ESPN with uh, Screaming A. Smith. And um, and I said, you know, Palenka responded and said that he had talked to Magic 48 hours before that. He was shooting the shit with him. He's talked to him about five or six times since Magic quit. So he didn't even know that they even had an issue, you know, that there was a thing. So I was like, you know, I'm, I'm calling Magic out on that. Like, my nigga, don't be kicking with a nigga and 48 hours later you... I, I, this nigga backstabbed me. I don't like him. Like, yeah, be a real nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't smile in people's face if you don't really fuck with them. You know? So now, after this week, I'm thinking this nigga Palinka is probably was probably lying like shit. He probably didn't talk to Magic. Like he said he did anyways because you heard about the story with him saying that he hooked Kobe up with Heath Ledger. He did what? This nigga did, you know how you do the little rookie symposium, little meeting with your new squad and you tell all these stories, you know, you've been in the NBA business for 18 years. Really, you just been Kobe's agent, right? And now yeah. you now you got a job in in the front office of the Lakers because of Kobe, not because you have some type of skills or anything, but apparently he was telling uh, you know, just stories about his life, his journey to president of the Lakers and this nigga says you know he's giving all these you know examples of how incredible Kobe is and he was like I remember one night we flew to New York to play the Knicks and um the the dark night had just come out and Kobe went to go see it and he said he was so like 
mesmerized and infatuated with the movie that he, and, and how incredible Heath Ledger did that he wanted to meet him. And so Palenka was like, yeah, and I was able to hook Kobe up with, with a, a dinner meeting with Heath Ledger. And then Kobe said that whatever he told him at dinner, it motivated him. And that's when he had that incredible game against the Knicks. First of all, Heath Ledger was dead when the movie came out. Damn, you, so you did you did the time step on him? You did all that? Yeah. And so somebody Damn. found the video of him telling this to the, like, the rookies or whatever and exposed him, basically like just saying he's just a liar. He just makes up stuff all the time. And he really told, like you could see Kuzma, you could see all the young guys in the, in the room, and he's telling this story, like this whole story about this. And Heath Ledger was dead. So this couldn't have even dope, happened. Man. I don't know, I just feel like, I don't know, because I told you, Magic been around the NBA since, shit, when I was, since I was little. Yeah, since I was a kid. So it's like, a, and no, no, nobody's ever really talked bad about him. He's done business with all kind of people, started all kind of businesses. And I don't, I don't know, I just feel like. Yeah, you you don't, I, you don't get I that from believe. Magic. You don't get that whatever yeah. those rumors. You know, I can imagine him being a little tough on people and wanting shit to get done because, you know, that's just, that was his demeanor on the court. You know, he was a, hey, 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 let's get this shit going type of nigga. You know what I'm saying? But never in a way where you felt like it would be disrespectful. He always came across as a nice guy, even on the court. Like Jordan, asshole, complete Fuck that nigga type of asshole. You know what I'm saying? Like, even for his teammates, they probably hated him, but you play with that nigga because he, like, he could ball. But Magic comes across as a very nice guy overall. And, you know, for somebody that made up a story about Hook and Kobe where he's ledger spreading these rumors like, dog, you need more people. I just feel bad for the Lakers. They, yeah, it's I embarrassing. I, I just don't get it. No, I, this was this was the chance to start. I thought this was their chance. To like fuck it, let's 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 start over. Let's get this let's get this shit right. And once Magic quit, that was their chance to get everything right. Let's square one this, and and they. Well, you I don't know, know why? You know doing. why I don't feel like it's gonna get any better? Because it's rotten to the core, and the core is Genie Bus. And let me just tell you what this bitch did. So. Somebody wrote a tweet that said Jeannie Buss should have fired, she should have fired Palenka and gave Magic both of those jobs and also allowed Magic to fire Luke Walton when he wanted to. None of this would have happened. And she liked the tweet. You are a billionaire, bitch. What are you doing? She is. She doing. She doing what Miko would be doing if Miko was a billionaire. Dog, she got a. She got a backup. Dog, you, you got a backup, Jeannie. Like, stop liking these That's tweets, dog. Crazy. She's embarrassing us. I don't want. I'm just. I was so happy when I found out she was gonna have like control because I'm thinking to myself, this is a great opportunity for a woman to, you know, what I'm saying, like, show she can run a team. And you are failing us, bitch. Shit, get this shit together. Like she, <laughs> she got it's too many people pulling though. on her. At the end of the day, it's just this is just proving what everybody says. What? <laughs> I mean, she's a woman. I, I, yeah, I'm not saying that if you was in this position, you would be doing what she was doing. No. That's not what I'm saying. 
I'm just saying that a lot of times most women are are raised to think emotionally. It looks like she did some emotional thinking with her decision. Because to me, I feel like it's common sense. Once magic quit, that means scratch everything and say, uh, <laughs> shit, let's do this. Let's reboot this. Yeah. And now you got LeBron nah. there. Like, like, do you, how do you feel if you're LeBron? Like, this is, you done tied, attached the last, the fourth quarter of your legacy to the Los Angeles Lakers. And, and it's a shit show. That's what I don't think. I, I think this is just for show because media needs something to talk about. And we always want something to talk about because now sports stream every day. Uh, sports talk stream every day. But I don't think it's going to have an effect on what the Lakers going to do as a team. Any of them getting free agents or people coming there. People just want to get paid. I feel like, shit, if Lakers got the money and they make the right decision on who to, who to bring in, they're going to be okay. But see, matter. this is they my do. thing. I feel like if, if, your, if your front office ain't right, you don't even know who the right people to bring in so we could get this done. I don't respect and trust nothing about that front office. They don't seem uh, like they got it together. They, I think I think they're gonna be checking with LeBron this time. They better be. I just feel like I feel like they're gonna be checking with LeBron. It's gonna be different, and they got some money. Somebody gonna stay, and if they don't, you know, what I'm, saying? I'm just hoping they don't trade Brandon Ingram. At least I hope they keep him. I, I don't, and I don't. I'm sick of you. Okay, he is not the I guy. He is. He's not the guy. I don't need him. To, I don't need him to be the guy. What, what, you, I just what need is him. he then? If, if he's, not get, he's not a bucket. He's not a bucket. See, see, you, y'all can do the hating and you can do that, <laughs> and that's fine. I don't knock it. I just want to win. I feel like if we was to go get a Jimmy Butler or Bradley, I don't care who we got. Yeah, And they could be a number two. Uh, Bradley Bill, Jimmy Butler, I don't care who it was. Whoever we got, and they was the number two score with LeBron. They got this LeBron and him, and then Bradley. I Abel, would rather have Bradley Bill than Ingram. I would. No, I'm saying whoever. That's what I'm saying. Like he's it's not. A, he's the it, third person. We we don't. It's not a choice. We don't have to make him a second option. No, nah, we can. We can. If we have. Yes, if he's our third option. But that's like having Siakam. No shame. Have, I feel you. I feel yeah. you. Yeah, I feel you. That's what I'm saying. It's I like, don't. I just yeah, think we, that he's. He no. thinks he's robbing his shot. Him. His shot attempts are going to be more mellow-ish, and he don't have that game. Period. Nah, he got games. Sorry. He, he don't have mellow games. I like. The, he don't have mellow. No, game. he don't shoot. Oh, I, I I like what he does. I like what he like people y'all act like this dude thirty he don't have, years old. This I don't dude, care. He's twenty one. Okay. Look at so you love, want me to like, wait? I, is what you're saying? You're saying give no, me some I'm time. No, I'm saying because yeah, it's not here today. Number. It's not, and we got to win today because we I'll only have three you, years. Goddammit, LeBron about, James saying, got three years. You worried about winning? I'm talking about him as a player. You mm-hmm. can't kill him as a player because you worried yes, about winning. Yes, the fuck I can. Get him the fuck out of here, dog. We need somebody that's a bucket. Kobe Bryant did win his second, third year. No, he wasn't. No, I ain't like, talking about winning. I'm talking about being a bucket. It's a lot of niggas. Look at look at the nigga playing in Charlotte. That's a motherfucking bucket, and they stink every year. They made the playoffs this year, though. Um, mm. And who? Charlotte, Charlotte. They didn't make the playoffs. Char- uh, yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina. Kimball Walker ain't made the damn playoffs. No, I thought they did this year. They made the playoffs. No, wait, was, no. it was last year then. One of them years they made the playoffs. Anyway, yeah. well, Kimba Walker. Kimba Walker is a walking bucket. Okay, 
He's he, a walking he's bucket. Ten years, he's 10 years in the league. He is. And he, he wasted he all up, his good he, years. He got a super. He wasted all his good years a on a sorry You have a lot of dudes that got the green light that ain't never won to do nothing. Then a dude that's 21. Let's just keep it you real. Th- you talk about really a dude that's no 21, seven foot wingspan. 21, seven foot some wingspan can shoot with into a the questionable hole jumper. With a questionable jumper. Sorry. Oh, well, and he's 175 oh, well, no, pounds no. soaking wet. So when he goes to the hole, one bump and this nigga on the ground, he's made out that, of paper mache. That's machete. definitely not happening. See, so, so you tell him you say Cat Kuzma over Brandon Ingram. Is that what you tell him? I absolutely would today. Yes, oh, I my would. God. I mean, yes, I'm I questioning would. everything right now. That's I'm cool. questioning everything back about it. I'm telling I you today, I would. That. Yes. Oh, and what I've God. seen so far, I would rather go to battle with Kyle Kuzma than, than Brandon Ingram. I'm super cool. Oh, Maybe he'll turn cool. into something like, better. I don't think Kyle. I think Kyle Kuzma's ceiling is very low. I'm not going to say that, but what I will tell you is he is uh, developing much faster wherever his ceiling's going. Then Brandon Ingram is twenty. He was twenty one years old last year. This dude averaged eighteen points. Like I don't know, eighteen points, five rebounds, three assists. Like this is third year. Listen like, to, but listen to this. Uh, Kyle Kuzma came off the bench and took somebody's starting job. Man, this dude shooting 50% from the field. Like, I don't know. I, I look at Brandon Ingram just like I look at Kawhi Leonard. It's tough like, for I look me to at, look at him because he always hurts, so I don't know. Um, He played – oh, yeah, he has, he, he has only played 50-something games the last two years. I can say he has played 50-something mm-hmm. games the last two years. But, but now, nah, I can honestly say that I'm not even – I don't know if you not watch Slate up now because I'm a LeBron. I realize I'm a LeBron fan now. Like, I'm sorry. I am. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, Mika. You're right. I'm a LeBron you, fan. You back? You back? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm back. You back? I'm back. I'm being honest with you. I'm all like, I, I almost didn't want to watch the playoffs. I just want you to come home. I, I'm home. I'm home. <laughs> and me being home, I'm telling you, I ain't going to lie to you. You know, I like, I feel like when it comes to basketball, it, I feel like I, be, I think of myself as I look at myself as a highly intelligent, like, no, this dude, he's going to be special. <sighs> remember I told you, like, okay, when I tell I'm you, remember. He's, I'm remember. he's 21, he was 21 last year. When I say he was 21 last year, that I'm means if he was a, he would be a rookie this year. I'm he averaged watch. 18 and shot 50%, down to 50% from the field last yeah, year. That's green, awesome. I know, but he had a green light, and Kyle Kuzma ball with no green light. He just took what what was given to no, him. No, no, Kyle Kuzma had the green light. He eventually he got he, it because he, young nigga was on the bench, with injured no, as was, usual. Was playing, oh yeah, he was hurt, but but look <laughs> and how, he what, came what, what over Kuzma and do? put a cape on. He definitely put a cape on quite a few nights, and that's Who why did? Kuzma. That's why you think he was an all star. Oh, you overhyping. Kyle Kuzma no damn all star. He, I mean, not a, he played uh uh. The other little game in the, in the second, and was balling yeah. like a motherfucker. No, I like Kuzma. Kuzma got game, but to, he don't. But to me, when we, when I watch Kuzma, I look. We're seeing the best of Kuzma. Yeah, like you I might don't be look right. at Kuzma. You might be right and say this is this is it. Like when no, I watch I Brandon Ingram, and what I oh, say yeah. about when Brandon I watch Ingram, Brandon Ingram, I know it's not over. You know who Brandon Ingram reminds me of? He reminds me of like a nigga who. who I'm going to say something to hurt myself. Go with throw shade. Yeah, go with throw shade, man. But, I, can't oh. I, ain't, I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name. So I ain't even going to say that. But he played. He ended up playing for the Bulls. A little light-skinned, little beige. For the Bulls? He ended up playing for the Bulls. I don't know who he came in the league. Zach Levine? Yeah. Not with the bounce, though. But just like his offense. It's like it's almost like there's something there, but it I, it just ain't quite there. 
Like, like. Oh, I can't wait. I can't, I'm, I'm, make sure, I'm gonna make sure I tell them to listen to this podcast. I'm gonna make sure I tell them to listen to this. There's quite a few of them where I flamed them even worse because if you know we would record right after a game. Yes, I'm gonna make, make like, yes, I'm gonna make nigga. sure I let them know to listen to this because you are you being disrespectful. I'm not being disrespectful. He's gonna be an all star, like a star. Oh, like I'm not. Making I hope this you're up. right, especially if he's a Laker. I hope you're right because you know I want. Yeah, and I'm not. I don't, I don't think he's gonna be a Laker. I just know. Like that dude, girl, he, he just don't, he just don't, it don't, it don't line up right with LeBron. It don't seem like it's fluid. You know, when Kyle Kuzma come in and play with LeBron, it just seemed like it worked. Like it no, just No, yeah, goes. Kyle Kuzma, because he's a catch and shoot the way yeah. he plays. Brandon Ingram plays with the ball in his hand. Yeah, he's, he's mellow. He's yeah. He's mellow. No, no, no. no Without Melo's game. No, when I say with the ball, he, no, he, he makes plays. On, don't hate. Quit doing that. Kuzma is like Melo. Then we got to move on because every time you try to say something, then I got to counter. Oh, you know, yes, I don't like that. You know that. I got a big mouth. Come on, man. <laughs> Moving on, my nigga. Um, I got to get your recap real quick of the Bucks uh, Raptor series. I had you on. We were talking about that series, and I, you know, I, I people was trying to tell me some dumb shit because they got mad because I posted on Instagram about, you know, all these media people that are just fucking idiots that don't know none. They just say stuff like, and then they they're not held accountable for it, and they get paid to literally just sit there and just be shock jocks and say the most outrageous shit, and nobody's calling them on it. And, you know, and I get that part of it is entertainment, but another side of it is at some point they should be like like players get fined or lose jobs, coaches get fired and everything. If You know, because everybody, every, it's all about opinions. You know, it's a coach's opinion on what play to call. See what I mean? It's a sports reporter opinion on who he thinks is going to win the game, who he thinks is going to have a good game against who. And if y'all always right, you should get fired. Like, that's just what I think. You know? And people was like getting all mad, like, oh, shut up. You act like you predicted all the games right. Guess what, Hustle? I predicted every single series this year accurately. You did. I mean, East and West. People didn't think that I picked Portland over Denver. Yes, I did. Early. Because I picked Milwaukee over Toronto. Yeah. Remember, we was arguing about it. Yeah. And so. Milwaukee over Toronto. Pat self on back to me. I did. I, I told. I remember. I told. I. I me. Me. AC was talking about it two days, a few days ago. Like you, t- I said, you yeah, say, y'all was did. talking about. Oh, you talking about me predicting it right? Yeah. Yeah. What did he say? No, he was like, nigga, you remember you pick, you pick your ass talking about Milwaukee and the coaching staff and the bench and this and that and she she remember Toronto. I said, man, I ain't pick. I ain't think Siakam was gonna come play like that. Yeah. Uh, shit got real. I knew he was going to play. He took a big step up. And yeah. that, then that Mark Gasol trade transformed Gasol that. Finally, you know, Gasol had some terrible games early in that series, and yeah. he turned it around game five and six, yeah. and that was the big deciding factor right there. Once he started hitting shots and, and they had to actually come out there and guard him and that left the lane a little more open, that was that was it. But even his defense, but I just mm-hmm. be looking at the defense he plays. Yeah, like, he's slow, I don't think he but he's, slow. he gets in the no, way. He's, he's, not, he, he's different. He he steps. Did you see how like how he was doing today? Like yeah. man, every time they pick. Oh yeah, I I, I I still think he's slow because you know I'm thinking about what he used to be, and so yeah, he used yeah. to be a, a completely different type of athlete. You know what I'm saying? And I, I believe he won Defensive Player of the Year before. 
And so, yeah, yeah, and so this isn't new to him to play defense. He's just he's less athletic and a little slower, but he's still incredible. Like that was we talked about that trade. That was a huge pickup for them. I was like, oh my god! Like they, and that's when I was like, oh, Toronto to the championship. We we yeah, to the chip. Like we to when I saw that Gasol <laughs> trade, I said, oh, we to the chip. Now that's it. You know, if Gasol going to play anything like he played in Memphis, if he just gives us 75% of Memphis, like, that's a win. You use the word we and oh. us yeah. in the sense. I understand your prediction, but stop that shit, man. <laughs> Hold on, let me tell LeBron, you why. Let me tell you why I can say we that. We LeBron. No, 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 no. no, no. Pick your prediction and say let me tell you why LeBron, I can say that. don't we and us. Let me tell you why I can say that. Just so we're clear, okay? I have been a Raptors LeBron. fan since – um, Delon Wright got on the team. I've Deep been up. yes, I have been cheering but for them. Crazy, yes, so so hold on. I was also a Kawhi fan in Toronto in San Antonio. You know that. Yeah. So when he came and and he came for him, I was just like, damn. Well, shit, I'm going to still rock with Toronto. I like Kawhi. You know, I'm, I'm still rep for this is my Eastern Conference team. Basically, is what this was. And. Mm-hmm. That I watched damn near all 82 games this year. That's how come I know the team so well. Because I literally was watching, like, trying to catch all of their games. Like, I had an alert on my phone to let me know every time their game was starting. And you know I got the, the NBA package, and I could watch it on my phone and everything. So, like, that was my squad. No shade. When, when LeBron left, I didn't have nobody to really cheer for in the East. So, I was like, boom, I'm, st- I'm, I'm still riding with Toronto, even though DeLon is gone. I got all type of Raptors gear in here from two years ago. Yeah, I I, I remember. Yeah, I always hoop in all Raptors gear and shit the last couple of years. Raptors and Cavs. And now I got a hell of Lakers shit now. (laughs) You got the Lakers shorts with Lakers across the front? You said I got what? You got them Lakers shorts that got Lakers across the front? No, no, I don't. I don't got those. Uh, those, those are. Uh, it's not really girly enough. I like my shorts like a little tight on me a little bit, like, and those are like some little short, baggy '90s weird shit. Yeah, I'm cool. Uh, uh-uh. I like the. I like the standard, you know, tight, tight joints. I don't know, Thomas. Yeah, I like those. But so, so Milwaukee let you down. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I talked about the fact that the Greek freak didn't have a jumper and that was ultimately going to be his demise. It was. Yes, it was. And not even only that, I feel like once he got exposed, it was almost like he knew he was exposed. So he was really nervous. Like just even going to the hole a lot of times, it didn't even look the same. Like it looked like he was just off and it could have like just LeBron been. Like San Antonio. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, fuck you, nigga. But anyway, yes, that was bad. That was a bad series, yeah. Yeah, and so, um, and, and, I, and, and I also said that, you know, Kawhi wouldn't be able to do it by himself, that they would have to, you know, help him. He, he was going to need help. He's not going to keep having 40-point games. That's not going to happen, you know? Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry played very good. Yes. I got to give my props to him. Because we, we've been Lowry dogging him no for shows. a couple years. Yeah, we've been dogging <laughs> He came through that series and yeah. played his ass yeah. off. My I'm going to pay homage. Yeah. Homage. He's gonna say, I'm going to say homage. I'm going to pay homage. Do your thing. Yeah. Boy. He did his thing. 
Yeah, you know, I have AO on two weeks ago and with Brent, you know, they all from North Philly, um, Kyle and Brent oh, yeah, went to yeah, high yeah. school, Kyle and Brent went to high school together. So I was trying to trash this before he woke up in the series and I'm trashing this nigga. These two wolf here like, no, 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 like North Philly, North Philly. We don't dog our niggas out. I said, well, that nigga playing like a whole bitch. And this is the reason that LeBron was able to sweep them every year because he never showed up. And here he is now. He got an even better Batman. And we just need him to be robbing. And this nigga is not putting his cape on. And boom, next game, this nigga just took off. And I was like, won't he do it? Yeah, but I feel like with Siakam stepping up and playing how he played, but you know what, Siakam was so, he's been doing that though. What what I really feel like was a big difference um was Van Vliet because he hasn't been playing well. And he's finally yeah. hitting shots like he's looking like himself. You know, Siakam, we knew he was what he was. He just been injured. No, not not no more so who he was. I'm saying it's him taking that scoring role. Mm-hmm. But now you got Kawhi being number one scoring role, Siakam being number two scoring role. After you got two scores, everybody else kind of got to follow in to get in within the floor of the game. And they do. So now we stop. We are, we stop looking at uh, Kyle Lowry saying we need twenty for Kyle Lowry. We need twenty five from him because we're looking at Kyle, Kawhi and Siakam. We need twenty five from them. Mm-hmm. Now he just get to be a point guard and just affect the game and all facilitate kind of ways. And, and get to the hole, yeah, yeah, soften up the be defense, pesky on defense yeah. like get, John t- take charges like, all game, yeah, like John Stockton. That's what they can be like John Stockton, mm-hmm. just do all, yeah, control the game within the game. So game one took place today, and um, I was talking to uh, I was some friends. We had a little group chat. We was talking earlier, and I was saying that, you know, I felt like game one is the game that Toronto, just keeping it real, you know, the Warriors are supposed to win this 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 series. You know, KD playing makes it different, but I personally don't think he's coming back at all. I, I think that he, they're, they're lying about the injury. They don't want us to know what what's really happening. I think he probably has a partial tear on his Achilles, and it didn't like rip all the way. But you, that takes time to reattach itself. And if you're going to have surgery, it's going to be even longer. And so, because I, I dealt with that with my husband, so I know that surgery quite well. I know what that looks like, and I just couldn't. I can't see him coming back at all this series. But without him, they're still a, a really good team. And I said that today, Toronto absolutely needs to win game one. Or, you know, it could let the air out of them because they are on a high. You know, they are, like, floating right now. They really swept the Bucks. Yeah. Low-key. A gentleman's sweep. Gentleman's sweep, yeah. And so that's like you riding a wave, my nigga, and you should come in game one. This is the, the There's never been a playoff game here in Toronto. Like, this city is booming. You know what I'm saying? So, so if you ain't up for today's game, if you ain't giving everything today, that's going to be a testament of who they are the rest of the series. And today, they really showed the fuck up. They, 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 they controlled the game in a different way. Yeah. They brought the, they, they brought the, me watching the game, they brought the type of defensive intensity that we used to go to state bringing the other mm-hmm. team. Yeah. Golden State has not looked like like granted, they are in the championship. They they got here, they've been here five times now in a row. But it looks different this year. It looks 
It looks old. It looks, uh, we, we'll win. We always win. And that's how you that's get how caught. They, he, he feel, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like they are confident. And I, I feel like, that, 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 for me looking at the game, I feel like I picked Toronto because I feel like Golden State, probably, they've been winning for so long, and they probably are tired of taking it for granted. And teams can match up, but like I, I said, those teams in the East got the link to match up with Golden State. Period. Mm-hmm. But they got they got the link to match up with Golden State. I just I don't know. I just feel like their chemistry is not the same this year. They're not they're not cohesive. They yeah. playing good. They, they, but they're good players. Good you know what I'm saying? There's good players, but Great. it's a difference when when you're good players and, and everything is just clicking. And it just seems like, you know, the, the drama of the year and, and just the boredom almost. It's almost just like, yeah, we keep winning these. Because <laughs> we, real, we like really stacked not... our team up so great that we don't even have to be incredible every night. Like one of us is going to be and it's going to be enough. Yeah, that's why I feel like they happy. They kind of happy Katie out. Like Draymond Green, feel he feel like he's reinvigorated. He he's excited. He's needed. Yeah, he's like he feel needed again. You know, like no, I don't know. I I said I I picked Toronto to win, but man, this guy won. I feel I feel nervous about that pick now. Why? Did you feel like the opposite? They should have lost it, and then it would have like hyped them up to to win the series. But since they won, you think they're gonna mm. come out? Like low or something, mm-hmm. game two? No, nah, just looking at how they played. Like, they defended Golden State. They came out aggressive and punched real hard at how they played. But Golden, I I feel like, you know, Steph only, Steph and Clay only getting 18 shots and they doing that. That was cool, That, but I don't think that's going to work the next game. Mm-hmm. This game, I guarantee you, if KD don't play, Steph gonna have you about twenty five. KD's not playing. KD's out of game. Oh yeah, we know that. But you know, so I just have to, oh, yeah. just because they want to keep it open. I got to keep it open. But I feel like Steph gonna get twenty. He gonna get about twenty six, twenty. He gonna have about twenty six shots. You know, it's gonna be. It, it, it's. It, it's. I feel like it's gonna be totally different. The way they. The way they defend the pick and roll, like. Steph, Steph was holding on to the ball too long when they were trapping him on the pick and roll. He was mm-hmm. taking too long to give it to Draymond, let him make plays. And then when they was trapping Kawhi and they were throwing it to Mark, they wasn't closing. They wasn't trapping It wasn't, they wasn't even they closing out close, fast. They was, it was yeah, lazy. Closing that hard. It was slow and yeah, lazy. Mark was getting the ball like it was an exhibition game. Getting the, do I want to shoot it? Do I want to drive? What do I want to do? I got the option to do whatever I want to do because nobody's forcing my hand. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's gonna change this game. How they how they defend that? How they defend Siakam is gonna be a little different. We've right? seen you know we've seen I mean? people guard Kawhi in two different ways. I've seen them like basically like you know just guard him straight up. Don't double him. You know he can't beat us by himself, and he has. And then when you yeah. see them doubling him, and he's not does not have a problem passing the ball. Like he is so unselfish. He doesn't care really like about his stats is really about the win and guys hitting shots. You see now that Toronto has brought it like they're, they're awake now they're ready. You know, at first they looked a little shaky in those first two games, but they, 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 they figured it out and they're, they're all, you know, doing what needs to be done. Everybody has a role and everybody's filling the role. And that's why I feel like this looks different. And, And when I'm looking at the little, the box score, like I don't even recall ever like like 
the Golden State Warriors always have like an incredible third quarter, right? That's usually when they just blow people out of the water. They won the third quarter by three points. They lost all the other quarters. When have you ever seen a stat line where, where Golden State only won one quarter of a game? Man, I, I told you that Raptor defense was different. Like they were playing defense on them. Like they were defending aggressively. They were, they were bringing it. And I just, thirsty. I watched it. Yeah, I just don't see it happening again. I don't know. It could happen again. I just, I mean, I don't know. Iguodala, like he's still hurt. Hey, like, I don't know what. Yeah, the Iggy is definitely to, hurt. Yeah, I don't see what, what he's going to have to make some changes. What is your opinion about but Boogie? I, you know, he's demanding, you know, all these minutes and he's ready to play and saying he's fine. Like, do you think that he would be a – I think that adding him right now would Boogie be a Allen bad fit. Way. He would be a bad yeah, fit. Like, he doesn't move the it's ball. It's like Jameer Nelson. It's like all that. I mean, not easy because he don't move the ball. I just he hasn't played basketball. He hasn't played basketball. He's bad. He can move it. He just, he already, he's out of, man, he hasn't played meaningful basketball mm-hmm. in a long time. You can't bring nobody who hasn't played meaningful just basketball and then try to put him in the finals where the, where the intensity goes up or even another notch. No, it's like Jameer Nelson in Orlando when they tried to bring him back when they were playing the Lakers. Like, what the fuck? Why would you even try? You out, bro. You you done. We'll see you next year. Have a seat. Like, yeah, have yeah. a seat. It's just what it is. It's just like, nah. Every time they put him out on the floor, to me, you taking the chance of making y'all lose even more. Because you're going to adjust your offense. Yeah, yeah, because you're going to change the way your offense goes. You ain't going to just have him out on the floor just – Getting them within the movie, you're gonna try to post them up, give them the ball. When you got Looney and McKinney and them guys playing, you just playing running the offense and they get in where they fit in. That's why Alaska and get Portland, the bench looks so good because they be just playing. Just playing Take Cousins at their lineup and put that bitch in, then they just gonna play. Because I don't cast on the bench play good. Mm-hmm. Shit, Looney, uh, McKinney play good. Mm-hmm. All of them play good, really. She is, except because yeah, he's the only yeah. one that make a basket. <laughs> I'm just not knocking. Yeah. I'm just saying I would play no, bogus before I play him. Yeah, I would play bogus before I play cousins. Cause he passed. He gonna lose. He just. I mean, it's just different. He ain't trying to score. You ain't got to try mm-hmm. to give him the ball to score. Yeah, you Boogie, just run Boogie your wants, offense. Yeah, Boogie wants his his isos, yeah. and that yeah. just changes the entire know. dynamic of what the Warriors do. Changes everything. It's not even me. necessary, you know. He's not even yeah, necessary not. on this team. It's just like it's just nah. He's he's in the way with this team. He's in the way when they play Toronto. They can play small ball at some point. Like they need all you need is one big, and that can be Andre Boga. You know, because Looney a big, but he kind of like a power forward big. Mm-hmm. Kinda, I don't know. Yeah. But I just feel like Looney and Boga. That's all you need. You don't need all that other. Nah. So this is essentially just game one. It's not like the series is over. Yeah. You know, it's game one. Toronto mm-hmm. did what they were supposed to do. The big game is going to be game two, obviously, because if you secure home court, you really just give yourself some breathing room. Actually, you could, you know, you, you give yourself, you need some needed breathing room against a team that really could, you know, turn it on and light this fucking scoreboard up. You know, they only had 109 points today, which is out of character for them. But you know they're easily capable of pulling off 135 on you. Like, and them niggas was on the bench chilling uh, four, halfway through the fourth quarter. 
But that's not going to happen against Toronto. Right. So that's what we think. But you don't want what I'm worried about is Toronto has had a, a rough playoffs, a lot of games, a lot of minutes at some point. You know what I'm saying? Your, your, your tank is going to be tested. And this is the series. And so that scares me. Some of Nick Nurse's um, play calling decisions and, and, and substitutions concern me. Um, although we, we have been seeing the, the role players stepping up. It has been off and on. But for me, I feel like this is like it just seems like it's Toronto's year. It really just seems like it's their year. LeBron's gone, my nigga. And the only way this could have been better is if Dwayne Casey was coaching. They really shouldn't have got rid of my nigga. Man, they would have lost if Dwayne Casey was coaching. No, no. Mm -mm. Man, if Dwayne Casey was coaching, first of all, he'll still have a a traditional center and fucking power forward in the game. No, no. The trades trades were going to happen. Last year, last year, we told you, I told you Ibaka should be starting that center. Ibaka doesn't show up, though. He doesn't show up. No, I'm saying is, but I'm not... Stating who shows up or who doesn't, I'm stating for the fact of spacing in basketball has changed. You can't mm-hmm. have a, a Anthony Mason in a in a Charles Oakley. No, your power forward got to be somebody like Siakam. You got to be somebody that can do. You can't have a Derek Favors in power forward. Disrespecting Dwayne Casey, like I feel like if he had, yeah, this squad, no, Dwayne Casey come from the Mavericks tree. I like him, but he still was stuck in his ways. He didn't make adjustments when they played LeBron. He didn't make adjustments. That's why LeBron players, wasn't worried about playing against Toronto. You gotta, you gotta uh, put some coach. of that. You gotta shoulder some of that on the fucking players. Don't just give that to him, mm-hmm. my nigga. Like, you watch got, out. Every t- if, if whenever Toronto walked out there and they had Valachunas at center and Serge Block at power forward, I knew they was gonna lose. Dog, they was gonna lose regardless. I don't know about they're gonna lose regardless. All I know is they had a deep ass bench with some athletes and people mm-hmm. that can play. And they was getting swept and, and, and they, they wasn't up. using they, they was, wasn't using those athletes. They, they were playing those lover and ass big men. There, there was, now he using those athletes. Yeah, there was Siakam playing forty minutes. But he got better yeah, he too, be. though. You act like he just was that. Nigga no, he right got, we don't. You y'all saying he got better? I'm saying he got the opportunity. If you say well, so. I seen that he was good then. No, he just got he the opportunity. Was good. It's just, you know, yeah. it's like people so trying he to been, be, come into themselves. Just, they, just no, he was way. trying to play Siakam at small forward. He was trying to play Siakam at small forward and Ibaka at power forward. No, Ibaka, Ibaka should be at center and, and Siakam should be at power forward. Now we got spacing that we can play basketball. It's 2019. Here we go. He's playing. He's playing. He's playing. Nineteen. I don't even like Nick Nurse. A lot of things about his coaching. So there's there's different. I guess both sides have negatives. Okay. So let's just leave what, it at that. Okay. Okay. Before we do that, what's Toronto record without Kawhi? Uh, he didn't miss very many games. Um, huh? I don't think he missed. I don't really. Kawhi know what was the king. Kawhi was the king of rest this year. He was the king of maintenance. Oh yeah, maintenance. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he had the little injury that they was watching out for. But um, they probably still won games without him. I, I don't really remember. Yeah. I, they still won. They was like how Stephen was without KD. Yeah. So then they still won games. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was super nice. Yeah. But, I mean, shit was just adding up. It was lining up. Like, they, they went and got Gasol. Like, a lot of shit just started happening for them. It started happening. Yeah, I was so proud. Like, I was really just sitting there going, oh, my God, Toronto is really building a fucking roster. Like, I was so proud. And, you know, and so I that's why I picked them to win. Now, the Warriors, and part of the reason I picked them to win, too, is because I just feel like the Warriors are not going to get KD back. And they just, like, I just feel like Drake is going to bother the fuck out of them all series. Like, did you see him in Draymond's face after the game and told him them niggas was sorry? A weak ass. He's like, y'all niggas is weak. Y'all sorry. I was like, oh, my God. And then he had the nerve to post a video on his Instagram of Steph coming up to the sideline, and they going back and forth, and he pulled some lint out of Steph's TWA. And then he put it on his Instagram and said he was selling it on his eBay. The lit, he had the lint ball in his hand. He took a picture of it. He said, I'm selling this on my eBay. My eBay name is Draymond Shouldn't Wear Number 23. <laughs> <laughs> he shit done them all. The petty godfather. The NBA actually tried to... to come for him about the game. Like, are they serious right now? Like, they really starting to act like the NFL, like some ho-ass He's an ambassador. Yeah, He's y'all got to relax, dog. Y'all got to let him eat right now. Like, y'all in Toronto, nigga. This is his squad. You know he's a, he's been known to squad hop, but the one thing he has always been is a Toronto Raptors fan. Because he hops around. On, he hops around on the college bandwagon. He does. Yeah, but he. I, I want to know when. Yeah, I, I feel like it's this is their year. I feel like the Warriors just don't like. I'm just sick of the team. I really am. Like it's. And just, I don't want Cousins to win either. Fuck that. <laughs> Why you don't want him to win? He don't he ain't a winner. Nah, he don't deserve it. He's supposed to be a superstar. Go you win on your own. So speaking of win on your own, somebody asked this question. Um if Katie is Katie's legacy tarnished if the the Warriors win a championship without him? Tone said legacy is tarnished if they win without him. I mean, because we already got our opinion of Katie regardless because we already know Golden State was capable of winning without him and they won without him before. So it's just like, I mean, nobody. I don't care about the move. It's cool. If you want to go play with Golden State, that's fine. But like, as far as you know, trying to test your superpowers and show your greatness, I mean, that's just not the way to go. Show the world how great you are playing with Golden State. Um, that question was by Hove Deuce H O O V D U C E, whatever, however you pronounce that. Um, Hove Deuce, Hove Deuce, Hove Deuce, Hove Deuce, Deuce. Um, Deuce here. Um, for me, obviously, I'm I'm team. Do whatever the fuck you want. It's your career. So him going to Golden State personally means nothing to me. I I have an issue with him getting there and beating on his chest and claiming to be the best player in the league when you went like like duh, my nigga. Like it's so much easier to get a shot off on that team, dog. Nobody can double nobody. You know what I'm saying? So it's not saying you don't have game. Like, you've proven you have game. 
but you don't have that game everywhere you go because if you did, you would have won in Oklahoma. Well, no, it's like we know you got game, but we don't really know if you got championship medal. Right. Yeah. And that's the word. That we don't know if you got championship medal. Yeah. Because Golden State already had championship medal before you. Yep, and, and LeBron they had they it too. It, so. Yeah, so you going to so you going to a place that already had championship medal. So it's like it's like ah, we don't know. That's why you want to go to New York. That's why we know you going to New York because you want to go show the world that you, you got championship it. medal. And yeah. I'm and I'm here for it. I would. And love, I'm, I, I am too. I'm, I'm, I'm here root. for it. What? I, Man, I, he I go to New it. York. If he go to the Knicks, we going to the game. We going to a game in in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, we got to pull up. We going to pull up. Hey, congrats. Hey, what's up? Yeah, hey, Tony. What's up, bro? Hey, y'all. I don't know about all that saying hi to Tony. Fuck, fuck everybody. I was playing. But I feel like, oh, I feel like Durant um, knows what it is. Like, he knows that he is probably one of the greatest scorers this game will ever see. But going there doesn't prove that at all. It doesn't prove Man, anything. You know it. That's it. You, you got to go show the world. You can't take away anybody's championships. You can't. Every single ring is his. Rightfully earned. However you want to get mad about it. It's still his championships. He's still winning MVPs in the final. He's still getting it done. But as far as like you thinking like putting. I'm not putting you up there with uh, LeBron. With Steph. With Dwayne yeah. Wade, with Kobe, you're not up there, my nigga. Your game is, but you as a champion is not. He's not there. And and you supposed to be in that top five, but you can't. Even, you you ruined that. Going to well, not ruined it. You made us pause because you went to Oklahoma State. That's how I feel. He could. He supposed to be in a top five all time conversation. Like he was. He could have. But him going to go to state made us pause on that. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Well, we can get out of here, my nigga. Yeah. We done did the damn thing. Uh-uh. An hour and 18 it. minutes. That's good. That's a great time. And we didn't keep him too long, but we gave him a whole bunch of juice. Type shit. Type shit. I think there's a couple other topics. I might get to him next week. This whole Mark Jackson not being a coach, I have to yeah, get. Oh, that's I have to get. No, I have to get permission. To I, I actually know why he's uh, not ever going to get a coaching job ever again. I have to get permission to tell that story on the air. So I'm going to ask my source um, if I can say what really happened, and if I can, I'll I'll talk about it next week. Um, I want to know too. Let me know because I had two different stories, so I really want to know. Off the, I'll, I'll tell you off the air, but I can't. Um, yeah, let me know. I got to make yeah, sure that know. I can get permission to to tell that story. Um, we also next we talk about <clears throat> if Steph Curry is a top ten player because that's a, that's a discussion in itself. But um, that's it. That's it. I appreciate you, you my know, guy. I always love it. L A. L A. This summer, we turning up. Oh, oh, you coming to some? You coming to some big three games? I'm coming. I'm going to several big three games. Listen to me. Let's look at the schedule together. Don't be bored. Let's look at the schedule together. I already booked my tickets for Detroit already. June twenty second. I'm already booked. Okay. That's the very. That's the opening. 
Bro, we got to go try to do, we, uh, we got to do a show, a podcast, do I something, this. Uh, I'm doing cool. some. I'm trying hey. to do some. I'm trying to do a, like a, a Monday, a Monday like a Monday quarterback type of show, um, in a studio in LA where all I do is cover the big three and it's on camera and everything. I'm gonna do like a YouTube channel type of thing, and Man. I'm gonna be looking for people to come on. So I yeah, want in. You want in. All right. Well, Man, as soon as I touch down, I'm gonna be looking for a studio Please to shoot it out. In. Yeah, I got a few people playing the big three that we. I'm super cool with. Oh yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. I'm gonna have a couple of yeah. players on as well. I already had Frank Nitty on right after the draft, but uh, I'm gonna have uh, quite a few. Uh, Josh Smith, uh, Stack Jack is coming. I know y'all been begging for him to come on. Uh, Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Shannon Sharp told me he's coming on this summer. Jamel Hill. Sharp Sharp said he gonna come yes. on and rock with yes. you. Yes, ah, he did. Yes. Yes, Jamel Hill says she's coming on. Uh, Andrew Schultz, crazy ass, said he's coming on. Uh, Van Lathan is coming on. Um, Reza Islam uh, is coming on. You got great things to do. Yeah, I do. I got a lot of shit going on. Um, so I'm kind of happy and excited to to get to L.A. and get it all off the ground and pop. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Dance. I want the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think in your book. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Nah. Uh, Stall my little nigga out. <laughs> but anyway, my I nigga, love it. I'll holler at you uh, later. Yeah. I'll hit you up. I'll hit you up when I get done. All right, much love. All right, peace. All right. Breaking news, my niggas. If your girlfriend has went to any season opener basketball game, best believe she's fucking some niggas on that team. She's fucking somebody on the basketball team. She's at the game. Well, <laughs> I just right. wanted to give some Petty Drake on my way out. Right. Uh, yep. This child's play. I say, I say shit like, whoa. Shout out to you guys for listening. I apologize again, like I told y'all before, for the episode being late. I had a lot going on. But I got it done, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. I made it all about you. I tried to shout out everybody that gave me topics that were good. Um, as I told you guys before, I have a lot popping this summer, a lot that I want to get out to you guys. And hopefully I get it all done. And um, hopefully you guys still tune in. Please continue to support all the new ventures that I'm about to start jumping out doing live show, cookbook, this big three stuff. Support a bitch. And I always give y'all the real shit. Peace. This a place for families that drive Camrys and go to Disney. They don't need to know all of our business. You wildin', you super childish. You go to CVS for Kotex and my Bugatti. I took the key and tried to hide it so you can't drive it and put on mileage. Then you find it, awkward silence Mama is a saint, yeah, she raised me real good All because of her, I don't do you like I should Don't make me get you back to the hood Don't make me get you back I say bounce that shit like, whoa Yeah, bounce that shit like, whoa This is not a fairy tale. I already know how you like it Take you to the mall and get you a new outfit Girl, that's just some child's play Bounce that shit like, whoa, whoa, whoa Whoa, whoa Heard all of the stories about you, I already know, and I like it. Take you to the mall and get you a new outfit. Girl, that's just some child's play. Bounce that shit like.